You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Hello, and welcome back to the Side Hustle Gal podcast. I think Caitlin might be a little bit more excited than me about today's episode. (laughs) She hasn't shut up about our guest today, and I'm so excited to hear from her. We are chatting with Linnea Gillingham. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Linnea, and I'm going to let you talk about your side hustle, what you do, what's going on. Okay, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I have an equal fondness for Caitlin, that's for sure. Um, I started my first side hustle as a personal trainer a couple years, no, quite a few, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, I was 20 at the time, so that's pretty easy math on my age there. I was very aspirational in the world of fitness. For five years, I did that, and I competed in fitness competitions, and yeah, I was really fit looking, but turned out that the inside wasn't doing so well, and I ended up having a burnout, and I quit, and I was like, oh, I don't like fitness anymore, I'm out, and I got an office job in business, which I really like too, Um, but my calling was really always in wellness, and figuring out a way that I could help women become healthy in a healthy way. Um, so yeah, so now I just finished today, actually my case studies in studying to be a holistic practitioner. Um, and that was kind of started off, kicked off after I had a daughter a year and a half ago. And she kind of reminded me that I need to get back to working with women and learning how to connect with my body so that I could teach her how to connect to her body. Because for so many years I had this tumultuous relationship with my body so so yeah so now I'm in a really good place and I'm totally ready to help other women get to a really good place as well (laughs) yeah so you're just starting your business um we are launching your website soon which is crazy exciting uh it'll be launched by time this goes live but super super exciting what do you think is the scariest part about launching your business Oh my gosh. For me, it's definitely like public speaking. Like this right now, for so many years, I had such a fear about just being myself and speaking my truth and being authentic to me, no matter what anyone was going to think. And I was so afraid of what everyone would think of me. Um, Yeah. So I really lived in fear for a long time and just putting myself out there and like, you know, not everyone will resonate with you when you really speak a hard truth of what your truth is. And so that's been the heart, uh, the hurdle for me is just getting over that and like letting that go. Who cares what people think and got to live my truth. And it's so interesting because you were a personal trainer. You were, I mean, you were a fitness model. Like you were out there. People were seeing, was, was seeing you, but does it, is it really just different of how do I say this properly like pictures versus actually speaking your truth so I think then I was doing such a good job of acting like I was pretending to be this confident outgoing person that really liked liked being the center of attention but it wasn't 
in deep down, it was like every day was this battle to put on the mask. And okay, now I've got to be this Linnea and I've got to look like this and I've got to do this. And unless I look like this and do this, then no one's going to love me and no one will accept me. So I have to put on this front and I have to keep it up no matter what. But inside I was like dying, like, I hate this. It's like the inner child was like, this is not right. <laughs> um, you know, like abort, abort. We're not healthy. We're not, we're not really happy. So it was kind of like, you don't want to say it was all fake, but in a way, like, I definitely wasn't being true to myself. And that's why at the end, I, I had a breakdown because I couldn't stand having to put on this, like, act anymore. And I just wanted to retreat and be the quiet, studious, more introverted person that I really, like, that more, like, more creative type person that I really am and just get back to that, so. So I want to dig into <laughs> process a little bit. You're in the middle of, like, essentially reimagining your identity. And for side hustlers, we all have to do that when we take our corporate career and think about what we're going to do as a side hustle or take motherhood and think about what we're going to do as a side hustle. Um, so what does that process of reimagining your identity looked like? And like, where have you gotten caught up? What advice would you give? I love that you said reimagining your identity because that exactly resonates with what I do as a coach or what I have done over the last year and a half since becoming a mom was really first to find that identity and what was it that I really wanted because a year and a half ago you could have asked me what was my favorite color and I'd probably be like I don't know I like them all or what's your favorite animal oh I don't know I like them all and I never really knew who I was I was totally um, polluted with thoughts and beliefs that weren't mine. So I had to start by like stripping those away and letting and really digging through my subconscious and what do I think about that doesn't align with what makes me feel good. And so there were techniques that I used to kind of get rid of those thoughts that didn't belong to me and then identify with who was I? What did I want to bring to the world? What, what did I stand for? And then really defining the passions along with the, what my education was. And then using visualization just to get in that headspace of who in my mind do I feel that I am, that I'm not reflecting in my outside life. And like creating that vision as a visualization of who you are, who you show up as. And then starting to show up as that person. So for example, the person that you want to design or that you dream that you are deep down, but you've never quite been able to find or express, you, um, let's say, what does she do when she wakes up in the morning? Like for me, one big thing that I change, I always would get up in the morning and go on social media and like scroll through and like I'd find I'd see myself in the reflection with this huge frown and this scowl just going through Instagram like mm. and no that wasn't something that necessarily aligned with the person that I wanted to design that would show up in business or in my personal life and relationships so then I switched that to a new habit that she would do when she woke up in the morning which would probably be to get a warm cup of lemon water and some aloe and sit down and, and maybe sit outside no matter how cold it is and just be at peace with nature like that's what she would do so then you start doing that and you can't always show up as the person you design or visualize at first it takes practice but then one day you're just like showing up 
in all your life and you you are that person you're you're transformed it's really magical actually i don't know if that was the question <laughs> no that's amazing i think that's perfect i think that aligns with what danny was asking <laughs> yeah no that's pretty spot on okay cool um, i was like for a minute there, i was like okay i'm rambling a lot where am i going with this <laughs> Um, so you talk about this a lot in life, but is there a way that we can do that in our business? Um, like, is there a way that we can really use that for say social media or for, you know, podcast interviews or anything like that? What would you say? Yes. I think that like every day setting the tone or like the intention of how you want the day to go. And then just being on top of yourself and your thoughts and then making sure as a business person, like probably the biggest thing that comes up every day is that, that insecurity of not having the security of having someone that's just giving you money just to be there. Like, you know, you can go to a job and get paid $12 an hour and you have to sit there and you just to do wait for it to be over. But as an entrepreneur, like we have to wake up and we have to, we have to, we think we have to hustle in order to make money or, and we think we have to hustle hard every single day, which isn't true, but it's getting into that headspace every morning of like that abundant space of knowing that you will be okay. And even if you do have a week or two weeks, that doesn't boom as, as well. It's okay to just like, just to be confident. And to do that, it's just getting in that space every morning and planning out the day and then monitoring the thoughts that come up that like that little you're having a confident day and then all of a sudden that thought in the back is like your business might fail this month <laughs> and you're like where did that come from but it's like not judging yourself for having that thought and then just like grounding back into the the knowing that you do have you do rock and you will succeed and maybe not right now maybe not today but it will happen and then yeah just really staying on top of keeping positive and not positive. I shouldn't say positive. I don't like that. I'm trying to get away from saying keep positive because it's so like, you have to be positive. Well, no, you have to be positive, but you also have to be negative. You have to have, you have to have both. Life works with both, the balance of both. So yeah. So I think what I'm trying to say is every morning, just set an alignment of what you're going to show up as and create like a list of thoughts, write them down. These are the thoughts that I have and any other thoughts that come in that are not going to build your business or be, help you be productive, just eliminate them. <laughs> Easier said than done. No, I think it, that that's a good practice to have. Um, so I schedule 30 minutes on my calendar every morning to just go through and get ready for the day, like declining calendar invites that don't have agendas or like canceling meetings that have conflict, booking travel time between conference rooms because I work in an 11 story building. Um, and I've never thought to do it like for my personal well being, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I've got to ask Caitlin has shared some of the Instagram posts you've had lately about like the different things going on actually I think last night she shared a post about periods um so talk to me about what like what it's like to have these conversations in our industry with 
like, let's be honest, women that don't even want to admit that periods are red. That is so interesting that you said that. And yeah, I mean, I was totally one of those people for a really long time. Like, honestly, to be really honest with you, I was personally grossed out by my period. I was personally grossed out by the whole thing. And like, I didn't want to get it. And when I had it, I wanted to just like hide in my bathtub. And I felt so disgusting. And that's just the reality of it. And like, that was really after I had my daughter, it was like, oh my gosh, there's gotta be a different way to this because this is not cool. Every month I'm like, this B-I-T-C-H is here again. She's effing up my life. She's making me crazy. You know, not really, not really crazy at all. Just really totally normal. But I didn't know that. I didn't understand my period. So, and I knew that like my mom didn't, my grandma didn't, my sister doesn't, you know, like and all these women, so many women that I know don't know how to connect, truly connect to their, their bodies and find that space of peace with, with their, their natural, what their body does. And that's exactly why I, I wanted to kind of spread this message and study to find out how I could teach women how to connect with their bodies and well first how I could connect with my own period and then I realized that I learned how to use my period for my power and yeah that's history since there for me anyways <laughs> but definitely speaking of periods have you seen um the period end of sentence documentary yet documentary documentary why am I saying that word documentary. So <laughs> <laughs> that documentary no I haven't oh. I haven't Um, So I'm a member of the wing here in Chicago and they're doing a screening of it and like you have to bring um, tampons or pads to donate to attend the screening. It's called the wing, which is even funny that we're talking about periods. Like just had to say that real quick. Because of like the wings on your pads. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny because today I was like having this epiphany about the birds and I was like, I'm spreading my wings. But literally like, in every way i'm spreading my wings <laughs> dang well if you haven't seen that documentary yet, i would highly 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 recommend it yeah i'm gonna check that out yeah it was nominated for an oscar too i'm pretty sure really yeah is it on netflix oh maybe i'll check it i'll find it i have other yeah. ways i have other ways too <laughs> Well, I think, so like going back to that conversation, I think what really resonated with me and the reason I wanted to share it out is because women feel so, or I feel like as of late in our industry, people are, women are really standing up and saying, hey, I'm empowered. I want to empower other women. But that's something we don't talk about. And that's, that needs to happen too, because there are so many things with our bodies that are very natural and have that very natural rhythm. And I just, every time I hear you talk, it, you blow my mind every time, like every conversation. And I'm so excited for you to get out there and get your name out there and just see all of the content you put out there because it's going to be so good. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh, I love you. You just, oh, you just filled my heart with like, Oh, you're speechless. So I want to know, we've talked a lot on the podcast about um, like being brave enough to be you. 
Um, so this season we're going to talk with a guest who shares, you know, like what it's like to live that double life of not admitting you're an entrepreneur. Um, another guest who like was living the double life of taking meetings with her clients during her lunch breaks at her corporate job so that they wouldn't like know that she was side hustling. Um, I want to know from you what it's like to be authentic to what you believe in and to be forging a path and in like a part of our industry that isn't necessarily mainstream and like what you think that that's done for you personally. I think that just in the last couple of months for the first time in like 30 years, like my entire life, I have felt free and it is a feeling, it's kind of like a cliche thing, right? Feeling free, but it is such a feeling that I seeked and have craved since, you know, those moments of childhood bef before I was told that, you know, I had to be like this and I should act like that and you should do this and you should do that innocently from everything and everybody around us. Like that's just kind of what happens. And it's just so nice to not have to put that mask on every morning. It's so exhausting doing that. And then when you finally just let it go and you step into your power and you're true to who you are, it's like, I don't know. It's so hard to explain. It's, it's really a blissful feeling. And it's just this sense of safety. And we seek that. We seek such a safety with, and we seek it through control. And we want desperate control, but we, and we know because we know we don't have any. But when we really like let go and we realize like there's nothing to control, there's nothing we have to do or be, no boxes to fit into, like we are just totally safe to, and we are our safest when we're true to who we are and we're just open. And yeah, it's just so worth it. It takes time though. Like it's not easy. You're not just gonna, I mean, magic is a nice concept, but it takes work too. You can't just snap your fingers and next day you're waking up and you're just true to yourself because you might not even know who that is or what that is. And that's, that takes like that whole exploration of shedding those layers and shedding those old beliefs. It's not easy because every morning you're still going to wake up for quite a long time and think the same things that you've been thinking for 30, 25, 20, 19, 10 years, whatever. So yeah, just like keep at it. And even like little things every day that you do that make you feel good and just Keep attuning to those things that make you feel good. And usually that leads you to who you really are most of the time. <laughs> I have two kind of quick personal questions, and I'm super excited to hear your answers for both. So the first one is, what's your favorite affirmation? I knew you were going to ask me something like this. I thought you were going to ask me, what's your favorite phrase? And I was like, different strokes for different folks. I had a plan. <laughs> but my favorite affirmation is I stand in gratitude for the people around me. I know that I might not be perfect and that nobody else is either. But I know that there is a perfection that lays within me. I am perfect in every way that I am without anything that I need to be. I just am. I am amazing and wonderful and I am loved. <laughs> I need that on that, my mirror. I'm like, we're going to cut this part and we're going to use that as like uh, <laughs> the pre, -epi pre part of the episode. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys have the children? You just need. <laughs> no, it was good. 
<laughs> Probably just me nervous. I'm like sweating buckets over here. <laughs> oh, don't be nervous. You're fine. <laughs> okay, so the second question, this is the one I'm really excited about. If you could choose anybody in history or present to have dinner with, who would you choose and why? This is so... This is a really good question. And I'm just going to take a minute just to really think about my answer. Oh, it's so funny because like from just the most, like literally, I don't know why, why. And it's so cliche. Like you could probably even guess who I might say, like, like I would pick Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I would not have guessed that you would have picked her. So you know what? I, I know that there's a different answer. And then in like three or four hours, it's going to come in my mind. I'm going to be like, that's who. But for right now, I just keep thinking of her. I mean, I just really love her. She was so progressive in her times. And like, I always think back to that one picture I saw of her. And it was in that bar with the African American lady. And it was the lady that Marilyn said like she would only come to this bar if they let this lady play her music every night there or something like that and and they did and it was like a big thing and I don't know I just think she's kind of amazing but then I think like I resonate with her because she lived that life of trying to fit into that expectation and that hustle of trying to be this perfect person and it just it really got to her. I mean, how young was she when she died? So, I mean, I bet she would just love to, I don't know. I just feel like she might have a lot of good advice of what she might've done differently. And like, but I know that there's a better answer. I know that there's not a better answer, but I know that there's, I know that that's not the answer I'm quite looking for. <laughs> no, I think that's a really solid answer. And I think what you said about her having thoughts of what she would have done differently. I think she also would have like advice for the women of today, um, navigating like our own set of new challenges as yeah. someone who had to be a trailblazer. Like, I think she would have a lot of good advice for folks like us. Me too. So I think, <laughs> go ahead. <Yeah. laughs> I was like, there would be, oh my gosh, I don't know. But I feel like, you know, really at the end of the day you can just kind of meditate and connect with like you know all the divine forces that are kind of around us at all times and like I totally believe and like you guys might totally not like not resonate with this but you know that the energy of like Marilyn Monroe or Paramahansa Yogananda or Buddha or Jesus whoever like I think that energy just like exists within us and around us at all times. And so I feel like I'm just like totally tapping into all that whenever I, I want. So <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap up here. Um, I would love for you to tell the audience where they can hang out with you, where they can learn more, where they can go to have a safe space to talk about periods. And we'll make right. sure to link everything in the show notes. If you want to come on to my page and chat about anything and everything without judgment and from a put out a state within, within a safe space of compassion, um, I've got that space for you. And uh, my page is The Vibrancy Project. So at The Vibrancy Project, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And 
um, a website that I have launching right away, thanks to Caitlin, is www.thevibrancyproject.com.